welcome to the Resolve Podcast, episode number 47. I'm Carly Tizano, a New Year's resolution coach obsessed with all things goal setting, personal development, coaching, and of course, resolutions. One of my biggest goals is to help you reach yours. I'm here to provide the tools, support, and inspiration you need to reach your goals this year and every year, and to feel supported every day along the way. I don't know why, but I really like making list episodes. So when I originally conceptualized the idea for this episode, I was just going to talk about why you may not be reaching your goals. But as I started to compile a list of what those reasons might be, I came up and identified so many that I decided I wanted to make it a big list. So today we're going to be looking at 15 reasons why you may not be reaching your goals. And I also want to start out with a caveat to say that one of the biggest reasons you might not be reaching your goals, which I did not include on the list because we talked about it so much a few weeks ago, is because you may be lacking in self-confidence and self-trust. So if you missed the episode two weeks ago, episode 45 on what self-confidence and self-trust are, why you need them, why they play such an important role in reaching our goals, why they're actually independent from reaching our goals, but still intricately involved, you will definitely want to go back and check out that episode. And I didn't want to talk about those again, cover the same material. I reference myself enough as it is. So I have 15 other reasons after those, although that may be a great starting place. If you're struggling, we're going to be looking at these 15 other reasons you may not be reaching your goals as well. And the intention of this episode isn't to point fingers or to make you feel bad about yourself. I'm sure I have fallen victim to all of these at one time or another and for some goal or another, but it is beneficial to examine these and to be able to use them as a self-diagnosis tool to see if we can recognize what traps we may be falling into. If we have a proclivity to fall into one kind of trap over another, if we can see one coming up on the horizon. So that is the purpose of this episode. And I hope that it's helpful. I hope that it's fun. Maybe we can poke a little fun at ourselves and the mistakes that we sometimes make as we work towards the things that matter to us because it's all part of the process. All of these happen and it's all okay. And if you struggle with any of these, you are absolutely not alone, but do not use this list to beat yourself up in any way. Rather use it as one more tool in your toolbox to help you get exactly where you want to go. This list is in no particular order, nothing to read into there. And it's just a bunch of different things that sometimes get in the way of us reaching our goals. So without further ado, and since we have 15 to get through, let's dive right in. So one reason why you may not be reaching your goals is because your goals are too vague. It is nice to identify and recognize, I want to be healthier, or even I want to work out more, or I want to eat healthier. All good things, something that most of us probably want to achieve or work on, but Having a goal like that is very unhelpful because it's very difficult to know if you are doing that or if you are doing that enough. And so if you're struggling with a goal like that, even if it's something like, I want to be outside more or I want to love better, all great goals, absolutely. But by attaching more specific parameters to to goals like that, we are in a much better position to identify whether we are actually meeting our goals, which is a large part of the point. Related to that is the second reason you might not be reaching your goals is because you have no way of knowing where you're at with reaching your goals. We've talked on the podcast before about time tracking, using don't break the chain trackers or trackers where you just count how many times you have done something. All of those are ways that you can more clearly identify where you're at in your progress towards a specific goal, particularly if you have overcome the last hurdle of having vague goals and you have a specific goal. I wanna go to the gym three times a week. 
that's a very concrete goal or I want to eat five fruits and vegetables a day. I want to see my family at least once a week. Those are all much more concrete goals, but if you still don't know how you're doing on them, you cover your eyes or look away, or you know you did this week, but you really have no memory of how many times you've been last week or the week before or two months ago, then it can be hard to know if we're meeting our goals and can be a reason that we are not. We <laughs> simply are turning a blind eye and whether or not we are, that's not the position we wanna be in. We want to find the success of reaching our goals because we set our goals for a reason. So part of that requires us to know whether or not we are actually doing the things we said we were gonna do. The solution to this one luckily is pretty simple to just keep track in whatever way possible, in whatever way makes sense to you and that relates to whatever goal it is you're working on. But if you don't know where you are, then all you need to do is figure out where that is and then whatever the next steps are going to be going forward. Particularly if you find I'm not quite meeting my metric here, what do I need to do in order to make that easier or make that much more likely? Okay, the third reason you may not be reaching your goals is because you are focusing solely on long-term goals. And long-term goals are fantastic, especially if you know where you wanna be five or 10 or 25 years down the line. Amazing. We definitely want to incorporate those qualities or aspects or stepping stones as much as possible, but it can be difficult when we are conceptualizing things on that grand of a scale because it doesn't always feel super applicable or powerful right now. And we don't always know exactly what the steps are that we need to be taking now in order to make that possible. And that's part of the reason why I love resolutions, right? Because a year is a long time, but it's also not a very long time. And you can accomplish so much more in a year than you expect but it's not so long that you can easily lose sight of those things that you want. I get off of my resolution soapbox, resolutions are great. And so I don't consider a resolution to be a long-term goal. <laughs> For me, it's like right in the sweet spot of perfect term goals. And I know people disagree with me on that, but I digress. If you are focusing on a long-term goal that is a bit too long-term for you, whether that's a year or five years or something grander than that, then we just need to break that down into more tangible and concrete components to personalize it to right now. And a lot of times our values or our intention or our purpose behind the goal is gonna be the same because we are wanting to reach it for whatever reason it is, we wanna reach it in five or 10 or 25 years. And if that's important to us now, then we can use that same motivation and inspiration and intentionality behind it. But we probably need to break it down more specifically to what we need to be doing right now. Or we may be even able to recognize, I want this in five or 10 or 25 years, but it doesn't actually have anything to do with right now. I don't have to worry about it or stress about it. There's really no action I can be taking now that is going to help or benefit that in any way or any action that's different than what I'm already doing. So like for me, I know that I want to be healthy in 25 years, but other than eating the fruits and vegetables I do now and going to the gym five or six times a week like I do now, I don't put too much pressure on myself outside of that, that there are a bunch of other things that I should be doing. And the value behind wanting to be healthy now and healthy in 25 years is the same. So I'm still able to draw on that now. Similarly, I think it would be really cool to build a house one day, but that's something that is maybe 25 years in the future, maybe not. But either way, I don't have to do anything different at this stage. I don't have to worry about it anymore than I would worry about getting any other house. And I still work on saving for having a house, whether it ends up being one that I buy or build. So the actions that I'm taking right now don't have to change regardless of what my long-term goals do and what I'd like to achieve then. Moving on from that, the next reason why <laughs> you may be struggling to reach your goals is because they just exist in your head. 
And I know that I am super guilty of this one, at least beyond my 22 for 22 list or whatever the list may be for a given year. I'm pretty good about writing those down. And I know we've talked on the podcast before. There are some crazy statistics that say you're like between 40 and 80% more likely, depending on the study you read, of reaching your goals if you simply write them down. So to me, that's obviously a very big boost and something we should all take advantage of because if you can increase your odds that much by taking five minutes to write something down, I think that's something we want to take advantage of. But I know for me, especially, I love to create standards for myself that they're not really even goals or goal related, but they're about the way that I want to live my life, the things I expect myself to do, but I don't ever bother to externalize them either on paper or verbally. They're just things that exist in my head. And a lot of times I can use those things to beat myself up with when I don't do them, even though they're very arbitrary and just things I've created for myself. And I think sometimes we can do the same thing with our goals especially maybe if it's one we don't feel comfortable sharing with anyone else. But when we leave our goals inside of our head, it's hard because they're literally not physically visible. You cannot see them written down on a piece of paper or anything, but we also haven't externalized that desire in any way. It's something that is solely in our head. And as such, a lot of times we were lacking a clear understanding of what it is we're even working towards. A lot of times we haven't done that work to identify why it's something we wanna work towards. And so by doing that work, we are, whether it's writing down or externalizing it in some other way, we are doing that work of getting the goals and the things that we want outside of our head into the real world. And then it's through that process and then taking the necessary action that they actually become part of our life, something we've achieved, something we do on a regular basis. Okay, next reason you may be struggling to reach your goals is if you don't toast your wins. So you can conceptualize this any way you want. You could downplay your wins. You could say, yeah, I did that. It doesn't really matter. You could ignore them when they happen you could just not share them with other people, even if you're really excited. And a lot of times we can mask this as humility. Yes, I did that thing and it was cool, but it doesn't really matter. We don't wanna make a big deal out of it. But it's so important to celebrate when we get closer to our goal, when we take action that's in alignment with things that we want. It's so important and it helps us to build momentum and to continue on our success into other things, increase our motivation and all of that. We definitely don't want to downplay our successes. So if there is something that you have done recently that you need to take time to celebrate and be proud of and congratulate yourself for, then I encourage you absolutely to do that. And if you want more information, more reasons of why celebrating our success is so important and how to utilize that in your own life. I talked about that in our New Year's Eve bonus episode last year. So right after episode 15, it was a bonus episode where I talked about visualization and the importance of celebration. So definitely check that out if you want some more information on celebrating and why it is so crucial to reaching our goals. I think another reason that we can struggle to reach our goals is if we are focusing in the wrong direction. So if we're not focusing on what we want and why we want it and what we're doing to get there, I think at times we can be focused instead on all the things we have to do in order to get there, which is exactly what I just said, but framed in a very different perspective. And we can be looking at all the things we haven't done, the opportunities we haven't taken advantage of, all the times in the past when we actually think maybe we should have started this instead of putting it off until right now. And that's all understandable. It can be disappointing when we're going after something that we wish we had started five years ago, but in doing so, we lose sight of the big picture and what we're doing and why we're doing it and the end goal that we're working towards. And that's what it really is all about. And so by being able to keep the big picture in mind, even as we're working on the little small steps along the way to get to our goal or a resolution, whatever it may be, I think we'll find ourselves inspired and motivated and at least committed and not discouraged along the way because 
discouragement really is not going to get you very far. We want to capitalize on those other emotions when we can as much as possible. And then another reason that you might be struggling to reach your goals is time. And I know that we all have a lot of struggles with time that we don't have enough of it or we wish we had more of it or we have it at the wrong times of day. And I totally understand that. I totally get it. But I wholeheartedly believe one of my most powerful beliefs, I think, is that I have time for all the things that I need to do. And it's true, I make time for pretty much everything that I need to do. Occasionally I have to work on weekends or in the evenings, but largely I am able to get everything that I need to done within the time that I have. And that is a beautiful thing because then it frees me up to do all of the other things that I want to do with my spare time. And I know that there are plenty of people out there who are much busier than I am, but I wholeheartedly believe that we can make time for the things that matter to us. And if we choose to fill our lives with things to the point where it's overflowing, as long as those are all things that we want, that's totally okay. But we also then have to take into account whether our goals and the resolutions and the things that we want are part of that picture too. And if so, how we're going to make time for them as well, because we have time. I believe that we can achieve the things that we want in the time that we have. And if you need to extend your timeline a little more then okay, do that. But I believe that we can get done the things that we want to. So we just need to ensure that we are using our time effectively. So that using time ineffectively or in a suboptimal manner may be a reason why we're struggling to reach our goals and that's okay because luckily that's actually a pretty easy fix but the first step of course is acknowledging that it's happening and then figuring out okay what do i need to adjust or change here in order to use my time in the way that i want to, to do the things that i want to do okay then another reason why you may be struggling to reach your goals is lacking accountability and i totally believe that we can create accountability within ourselves, that we can be accountable to the things that we want and the people that we wanna be and all of that. But I think a lot of people also need and want accountability from outside sources. And luckily there are a multiplicity of options when it comes to that, whether you use a friend or a family member as an accountability partner, whether you use an app or join a group, there are so many options. And we've talked about accountability in episode 16 and in episode 42, both of which I had my friend Heidi come on the podcast and we talked about our goals. And through both, we talked about accountability and you get a glimpse into what an accountability partner, having accountability through a friend, what that can look like. And it's so powerful to announce your goal or to share your goal with someone else or with a program or a group and to have other people recognize that is a desire for you and to encourage and support you and give you uh, <laughs> guidance and direction sometimes, a kick in the butt if you need it, to keep you working towards the things that you want is incredibly powerful to have that as a fuel and a resource to come back to and I love accountability. So if you are struggling, if none of these other, okay, I'll put it this way. If none of these other problems seem to apply to you, if you're like, I just don't know what to do, but I'm not reaching my goals and none of these things apply to me. If you don't have an accountability partner, try that. If it doesn't work, then okay, come to me and we'll talk. But if you can get someone who's on your side, who's giving you the support and encouragement, maybe direction that you need, then there is pretty much nothing better as you work towards the things that you want to together. Okay, another reason you may be struggling to reach your goals is if they are in conflict. And this doesn't occur too often, but it also does. We talked a little bit before about having time and making time and our conceptions of time and how to use time effectively as we work towards the things that we want. And an example of having goals that are in conflict is if it is very important to you 
to slow down and to take more stuff off of your plate, to be present with your family, especially if you have young kids or new kids or something like that. If you are wanting that to be a big part of your life, but at the same time, you're setting goals to start a new business or go back to school or get a new job. Those goals are probably going to be in conflict. And it's not that you probably can't do both, but it's that you may actually not want to do both, or this may not be the time to do both. And so recognizing if you have conflicting goals in some area, in some way is very important, I think, to at least acknowledge that. And then you can decide, okay, what do you want to do about it? Do you want to keep going on both of these things or not? Either answer is okay. But if we recognize that our goals are in conflict, then we're in a much better position to address that if necessary. Another big reason why we may be struggling to keep our goals is if we are lacking vision. This is why when I work with clients, I always start out with helping them create a vision for the life that they want. And like I said, within resolutions, that's the idea of December 31st next year. Who do you want to be? Where do you want to be? What do you want to have done? What do you want to have accomplished? And it's so exciting to conceptualize that because you can think about yourself like at a party with glitter and disco balls and you're in a nice outfit and you're drinking champagne as the clock strikes midnight. That's a great place and position to be. And who do you want to be as that person at that party? Or if you prefer a quiet evening at home, drinking a cup of tea while you watch the ball drop, maybe in a different time zone, that's totally okay too. But vision either way is incredibly important. And even if you're not setting your goals in the context of a resolution, recognizing what the vision you have for the life that you want, what it is, why you're working towards it, what contributes to that, the factors that are at play is crucial to working towards a goal and to maintaining our motivation and inspiration all along the way, having that as our fuel and our reminder of what we're working towards. And if we don't have that, we're in a much more difficult position, especially because when difficult things come along, if we don't have that overarching sense of what it is we're heading towards, it's so easy to say, oh, well, I'll just take this easier path over here instead. So if you don't have a vision, create one. <laughs> it's never too late, never too early either to create a vision for that life that you want, how you're working towards it, how what you're doing right now is helping you get there. So take some time, create a vision, and I would almost guarantee that will get you back on track pretty fast. Okay, now this one is a big one for a lot of people I know. You may be struggling to reach your goals if you are a perfectionist. And I know perfection is different to everyone. We all have different standards. We all have different standards about what it looks like to be a perfectionist. But the core of perfectionism really is all or nothing, thinking I have to do this perfectly or not at all. And in reaching our goals, a lot of times that isn't possible either in the grand scale of this isn't going to take me just doing it or not. A lot of times it's I have to go to the gym five or six times a week to reach this goal, as opposed to I go to the gym and then I'm done and it's perfect and it's checked off. And if perfection is something you struggle with and it may be something you're struggling with more regularly, especially like in each workout you're going in and worrying, well, was this a perfect workout? Am I doing enough? Am I doing this right? Could I be doing this better? And part of that is good and helpful and beneficial as we improve our form and lift increasingly higher weights or go increasingly longer on the treadmill. All of that's good and part of the process. But when we are striving for perfection, a lot of times that gets in the way of success at all because when we can't do it perfectly or well enough or whatever that standard is, then we decide at some point along the way, I'd better just not do this at all or I don't actually wanna do this at all. And that is not what we want. That is not part of the goal. And so by lessening up on that perfectionistic standard, by recognizing all of the goodness that exists between all or nothing, all of the success that exists there can be incredibly valuable. As we lessen up on our perfectionist perspective and move on to whatever alternative perspective we need to have on ourselves and our goals in order to accomplish them. Okay, and the next reason you may be struggling to reach your goals is because you resist resistance. 
we've talked, of course, about obstacles on the podcast. And part of the reason why I love having such a variety of people come on to the podcast to share about their goals and the things that they do and that they love and that they've achieved is because I think a lot of them are reflecting things that we want to do and achieve and make part of our life. But almost all of them share about their struggles or their resistances or the process that they had to go through to do or achieve this thing, the growth that was incumbent with that. And I think it's easy sometimes without that to think, oh, I want to read more, so I just need to pick up a book instead of recognizing, well, I don't know what to read and I'm struggling to find time to read. And what happens when I'm reading a book that I don't actually like as much as I thought I was going to? Those are hurdles and obstacles in the process that if we don't expect them or acknowledge them or recognize that they are part of reading and part of wanting to read or read more, then we can let that completely stand in our way and keep us from making reading the part of our life that we want it to. Or when we are trying to train and run a marathon and we don't realize that, oh, all of this pain is exactly what I'm supposed to be feeling. This is okay. I'm not going to die. Although if you feel like you're going to die, maybe take a break. This is part of it. But when we resist the resistance, we are refusing to accept things as they are. And we turn away and instead of making forward progress or figuring out how we're going to overcome them, we just refuse to accept things as they are. And we make ourselves feel bad about the way that things are. And it, that's just a whole lot of wasted energy, a lot of wasted momentum. And a lot of times it can look like us stopping or moving on or focusing on something else for a while, which can be good at times, but may also reduce the likelihood that we come back and keep moving forward on this thing that we want as well. So don't resist the resistance. Recognize that it's part of the process. It's all okay. It's meant to be there, meant to be part of the process. And a lot of times that's exactly where the growth occurs. So we're going to let it be. We're going to let it be part of the process and we're going to keep going anyway. Okay. <laughs> this is another big one. You may not be reaching your goals if they're not actually your goals. We've talked about people pleasing, I know, and it's a big trap, I think, for a lot of us because we see other people do things and we think that we should want to do those things as well or we know that other people really want us to do these things or to do these things with them. Other people said, well, I started to meditate and I felt so fulfilled, it was the best thing ever, or I became a triathlete and that changed my life, or I joined CrossFit. and all of those things are, I'm sure, true for them, and that's so exciting. And they may be true for you as well, but if you are struggling to get into something else that the culture or your family or society seems to try and convince you that you should do, and so you put it on your goal list, if you're struggling with those things, it's okay to recognize this isn't actually what I want and to let these things go. So this really just comes down to being honest with ourselves about whether the things that we want are things that we want or if they are something else that someone else told us that we should want. So if you need a little bit more insight into that, then we talked about that back in episode 11, what do you wish versus what do you want? So to dive into that a bit more. And then, okay, another reason you may be struggling to reach your goal is if your environment is not optimized for your success. And I don't mean that you need to leave your friends and family and move halfway across the world, unless that's your goal, which in which case, by all means, go and do that. That's so exciting. But we don't have to just white knuckle our way to success. There are times when it is appropriate to recognize that changing some factor of our environment or our circumstances or our surroundings, or our goals are going to make it easier to reach them. This could look like recognizing I'm paying a lot to go to this gym that is two towns over because they have all of this nice equipment that I don't actually use, but there is a gym that's right down the street from work that has 
treadmills and that's actually all that I ever use. So maybe I should just switch to that and make it much more likely that I'll actually go after work. That would be a way that we could take advantage of our environment and optimize it to increase the likelihood that we're going to do something that we want. And sure, you could absolutely work on using the equipment at that other gym or going there more often. That's also things that we absolutely could do. But if you really just want to use the treadmill and you want your workouts to take as little time as possible, then it may make sense to optimize your environment to make that possible, make that a reality for you. Another way that I think about this is whether we're surrounding ourselves with the people and the resources that we need in order to make reaching our goals possible. So if you're listening to this podcast, way to go. I totally believe you're doing that. I I think of the quote that talks about how you become the five people that you spend the most time with. And so consider whether the people that you spend the most time with in your life are ones who encourage you to go after the things that you want and who support you in that, or if they're people who maybe make that part harder. And if so, that's okay. They may still play a very important part of your life, but just take that into account, the people and the resources that you're surrounding yourself with and what role those things play in your life and your goals, because they absolutely do. Okay, and then number 14, the reason why you may not be reaching your goals is because you're believing I don't know. I don't know is almost 100% of the time a complete lie. Our brains are very powerful processing machines and they are incredible at figuring out just about any problem. We have gotten to the moon, we have gone to the depths of the ocean. The human brain is incredible in what it is able to conceptualize and develop and figure out the problems it can solve. And yet we want to start eating healthier and our brain tells us, I don't know what that means. And I don't know what that looks like. And I don't know what that means I need to shop for. And I don't know what that means to prepare. And I don't really know how to cook that. And I don't really know where the best place to find recipes is. And I don't really know who to ask. And I don't really know who to follow. And our brain does that. Our brain loves to go to I don't know answers because it saves energy, right? The brain doesn't then have to go and find answers. But if we can stop believing, I don't know, that you do know, or at least you can figure out the answers to the questions that you need in order to keep moving forward, whether that be, I don't know what to do next, and you have to overcome that to figure out, okay, I probably can figure this out. There are probably people who've done this before. Maybe I can ask them, or maybe I can read a book about this, or maybe I can just do the thing I know I need to do, but then I'm telling myself I don't know I need to do so that I don't have to do it. By overcoming, I don't know, we are in such a much more powerful place to keep moving forward. And we are in a much more powerful place in our own life that we aren't going to listen to, I don't know, that we know that we do know, or at least at the very least that we can figure it out, even if our brain is trying to convince us that I don't know and I can never figure it out and it's too hard and we should just give up. Okay, and the final reason why you may not be keeping your goals or why it may be such a struggle is because your goals or the way that you're carrying them out is not in line with your values. So we talked about this back in episode 23 about the hierarchy of values and how that is one of my absolute favorite tools. I love the hierarchy of values. And this may look like we talked a bit about how sometimes our goals may be in conflict and this is like our goals being in conflict but on a slightly smaller scale. So it could be like, I want to go to dinner with friends once a week, but I also want to go to the gym five times a week. So that could be a difficult situation when you're having to recognize, okay, I want to go to the gym five nights a week after work. And I also want to have dinner with friends one one night a week. So if they can't do the weekend and I have to meet them for dinner on a weeknight, like how is that going to work? I'm going to 
go to the gym after work before dinner or how am I just going to fit all that in my schedule? And it can be really overwhelming. And then you could spiral into, I don't know, which we just talked about, but that is a time when maybe your values are coming into conflict. And so instead of spiraling out of control or going down the, I don't know, rabbit hole, taking some time to recognize, okay, I can figure this out. It's probably possible for me to work both of these out. And this maybe is a simple example because maybe you could work out a weekend day instead, or maybe you can only meet friends for dinner on the weekends, or there's any other number of solutions that you could choose to figure that out. But if there was a week when you wanted to go all five nights of the work week and you had to meet someone for dinner on the work week, if you couldn't do both in the same night, that is when the hierarchy of values would come into play in determining, okay, which of these is of higher value to me? Do I want to work on my physical health and doing what I said I was gonna do in this area? Or do I want to keep my commitment to this person and build my relationship with them and keep my commitment in what I said I was gonna do in this area? And most of the time it's not mutually exclusive. Most of the time we can figure out a way to do the things that we wanna do, like we talked about with time and everything else. But in the times or situations or moments when it is a bit more difficult, then we can use the hierarchy of values to figure out what is the best decision for us in that moment. And then we can keep moving forward with everything else that we wanna do. Okay, that was 15 reasons why you may be struggling to reach your goals. I hope that they were helpful. I encourage you today to resolve to consider why you may not be reaching your goals. And I'm sure that you are, but if you're not struggling with something right now, look back at a time in your past when you were, see if it falls into one of these categories that we talked about. And if not, figure out what that was for you. What was the thing you were struggling with? What was that pitfall? I'd love to hear about it. And this was not by any means intended to be a comprehensive list of all of the reasons you could ever not reach your goals. I'm not sure such a list could ever be compiled because people are incredibly unique and the goals that they wanna go after are incredibly unique and the ways by which they do so are incredibly unique. But all that to say, identify what those reasons are for you or what areas of difficulty you have had in the past. Like we've said before, a lot of times the past repeats itself in the future. So a lot of times our common struggles or hangups or pitfalls may arise again in the future. And if we're prepared for them, then at least we're prepared for them. We don't have to worry about them or waste time or effort or energy on them ahead of time. But by recognizing them, we are in a much better position to acknowledge them and identify them when they do rear their ugly head. And then of course, in a much better position to keep moving forward and <laughs> to keep going after the things that we want. Resolve to identify which of these areas might be a bit of a struggle for you. And then we can keep moving forward and going on with everything else. Like I said, two weeks ago in episode 45, I decided that I was gonna spend the month of August just reading fun summer fiction books. So right now I am reading Never Coming Home. It's a, another thriller suspense book set on um, a white sandy beach, <laughs> desert island. I read another book similar to this a few weeks ago. So I'm just starting this. I'm curious to see how it compares to Reckless Girls, which I read a few weeks ago. And that was okay. I'm hopeful this one will be a little bit better. But since it's summer, a thriller with a white sandy beach in a tropical location is just like the perfect thing. So I'm enjoying my month so far of fiction reading and I may be sharing another update or two in the weeks to come. And I want to toast this podcast and I don't want that to sound self-aggrandizing or anything like that, but it was so fun to record this episode and to be able to point back to so many episodes that we've recorded in the past that talked about so many of these issues in more depth. And I know that this episode kind of put a slightly different spin on a lot of those issues, but it was so fun to recognize how much information I've been able to share on this podcast so far 
in under a year, we're only on episode 47, getting close though. <laughs> so we'll be toasting the podcast again before too long. But it, it was just very exciting to me and encouraging and enlightening to see how much I've been able to share on the podcast. And I'm so grateful for all of my listeners, all of the amazing guests who've come to share on the podcast. And I hope that you will certainly continue to listen and that more amazing content will be forthcoming in the months ahead. But I just wanted to toast all of the past episodes of this podcast. And I hope that if you missed any of the ones we talked about today, especially if it's in an area that you know you personally struggle with when it comes to setting and reaching your goals, that you'll tune in and listen to that sometime soon. And with that, thanks for tuning in to the Resolve Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Carly Solano. I would love to connect with you. Don't forget to rate and review. It really helps other people find the show. And subscribe if you haven't already so that you don't miss another great episode next week. For the show notes or additional support in reaching your goals, check out carlysano.com. Until next time, here's to all the lies ahead.